This episode of Market Foolery is brought to you by Eero. Never think about Wi-Fi again when you can have a brilliant, hyper-fast, super simple Wi-Fi system with Eero. And now the second-generation Eero is tri-band and twice as fast as its predecessor. For free overnight shipping to the U.S. or Canada, visit Eero.com. That's E-E-R-O.com. And at checkout, select overnight shipping and then enter the promo code Fool. It's Wednesday, January 31st. Welcome to Market Foolery. I'm Chris Hill. Joining me in studio today, investor at large Tim Hansen. Welcome to the end of January. I love that title. <laughs> Thank you for bestowing it upon me. Are you going to slap that on a business card? I think you should. You know what? I, I, my best practice, given the frequency with which people change titles around here, I just have my name on my card. That's a good move. And then you can just sort of, you know, use use Comic Sans to write in your title for the day. A pink Comic Sans. Exactly. Nice that way, move. everybody takes you seriously. <laughs> We're going to dip into the full mailbag. We're going to talk about the full 100 index. We got to start with some earnings, though. Earnings season starting to heat up, and let's go with Electronic Arts, which reported a third quarter loss of nearly 200 million dollars. And I'm assuming that is better than Wall Street was expecting, because shares of Electronic Arts are actually up eight percent this morning and hitting a new all-time high. Yeah, yeah, no, it was a good report from an operating metric standpoint. I mean, one thing to watch this quarter um, from like an earnings standpoint is a lot of companies are reporting losses associated with the new tax uh, plan that went that got passed in, in, in the old Congress, just because some deferred tax assets and things are being revalued. So there's a lot of lumpiness in the results, and that's just writ large for everybody. Um, but for Electronic Arts, yeah, uh, a good quarter on the operating uh, on operating levels, uh, guided to a strong finish to the year. Their fiscal year finishes in March 18. Um, you know, this is just one of those stories where they've got some dynamite franchises, gaming franchises like FIFA, Madden, The Sims, that continue to just uh, attract users online, both in console and on mobile. Um, they're increasingly monetizing them through digital sales, you know, power-ups, things of that nature, which is high-margin business. You're not actually making, you know, a, a, a tangible object, and uh, yeah, that paid off. Paid off for the company in the quarter. So we've talked before about the money that television networks are paying to sports leagues for the rights. Um, one of the stories this morning, Fox just locked up yep. Thursday Night Football for the next, I think, five years. When it comes to the video game companies and these franchises, is it? I'm assuming that they are paying more to sort of renew those because they are valuable franchises. Maybe not on the level, hopefully not on the level that the television networks are paying. But is that? Is that part of the financial equation for these companies? Yeah, I mean they have licensing fees that go out to, to FIFA and, and, and Madden and so on and so forth that you have to pay for the use of likenesses of players and so on and so forth. But you know that that is uh, not nearly as expensive as buying the rights to the the, the physical um, product. And you know additionally, I think you know EA has a history of building those franchises like FIFA and Madden from the ground up. So I you know that's one of those things where uh, you know. There are a lot of you know video soccer games out there and video football games on there, but they've built a, a fairly significant competitive advantage um, with their branding and their platforms. And you know, with the rise of esports, um, you know, I think that you know there's a highly rated television show of of competitive Madden, and you know, it's it's kind of like professional wrestling in a way, which you know people often scoff at, but it's a very Profitable business, um, and, and and that's an advantage that EA has. You know, at the end of the day, content is king. I mean, that's something I think we talk about with regards to Amazon Prime and Netflix and so on and so forth. Um, and, and those companies are getting into making more of their own content. And EA is one of those companies that has got, like Disney, two three decades of valuable content um, and branding behind it. 
Let's move on to Align Technology, which is the parent company of Visalign. One of those situations where the the underlying brand is probably better known than the parent company. Yeah. Uh, fourth quarter profits much higher than expected. Their revenue was higher than expected. The shares are down a little bit, and my assumption is that is about management guidance. Yeah, this is an example. But why'd you have the conference call, stupid, or something? You know? <laughs> was it? Is it? Is it? Uh, was it Dan Pink who has the the book about timing about conference calls in the afternoon being more negative than conference calls? In the yes. Morning? So th- I think this is a great example of that. So they had their conference call yesterday afternoon. They had um, bang up results for the year, both growth and pricing and units and expanding into new geographies. And then on the conference call, everybody got hung up. Around um, why they didn't forecast 2018 growth to be as aggressive as it had been in 2017, and then after they got hung up on why growth, you know, they said a few things about why they weren't forecasting the super aggressive growth, and then all the analysts got hung up about, well, maybe your doctors don't like the fact that you're opening retail stores, or maybe you don't have enough capacity in Mexico to meet demand, or, you know, it's, and then all of a sudden the stock, which I think had been up sharply, now is down sharply just because everybody started getting freaked out about how much growth. They were going to produce in um, 2018, but you know, Visline, the stock is is pricey. It's always been pricey. It's it's a good business, and it's nearly tripled in the last 12 months. I mean, you never want to short um, stocks that appeal to human vanity. <laughs> so, uh, for those who may have missed it, what Tim referred to there, Dan Pink, best-selling author, we just had him as a guest on Motley Fool Money. He was here at the Motley Fool, and his latest book is about the uh, the science of timing, and one of the uh, one of the great things about his book, uh, and there are a lot of great things, but one of them is that he talks about how there was a point in time where you could survey a hundred people on any given thing, and you would get some sort of results, and academic papers would be written from that. Now, in the era of big data, yeah. you can throw it's incredible tens of thousands of examples, and in this case, it's I think they analyzed something like twenty six thousand conference calls of public companies, and overwhelmingly, regardless of the results being put up, the ones in the afternoon were more, were more negative. Yeah, the tone more negative the, speech, more, more negative tone. Yeah. Okay, so first thing, first order of business for Align Technology, yeah. move that conference morning call. conference call next time, guys. <laughs> well, well, you're welcome for that advice. And I was talking to uh, our our friend and colleague down at Motley Fool Asset Management, Charlie Travers, and and one of the things he talked about with respect to the guidance was. Look, management has been very consistent year after year. This is one of those examples where we say this from time to time. Listen to what the management is saying and hold the management accountable for their own targets as opposed to Wall Street analysts. And it sounds like they've been very consistent year after year in terms of their growth projections. So the fact that they put up like, I don't know, 40% growth last year, now you've got a bunch of afternoon. <laughs> you know their bodies are crashing. They're you know yeah, exactly. they're cranky analysts just saying, "Why are you going? Got even forty percent." Yeah, that's that seems to be what happened. So as I mentioned, we're we're just sort of starting to heat up in terms of earnings season. I said this the other day, and I'm curious what your thoughts on uh, on this are. And it has to do with buybacks because you mentioned the tax plan and what we saw with Electronic Arts. By the way, we saw this last week with Johnson and Johnson, where jo- the headline on Johnson and Johnson's latest quarter was. They posted a loss of nearly eleven billion dollars, and you're just like, well, "What? What happened?" And it's like, "Well, no, it's because of the taxes." Do you think we're going to see a lot more companies, or even just an above-average number of companies, this earnings season and possibly even next earnings season, announcing increased buyback plans? 
Um, we saw that with Lowe's come out the other day and just you know just really ramped up their share buyback plan. And for companies that have all of a sudden with a new tax plan, new tax law, they've got more capital. That seems like the easiest lever to pull. Yeah, the buyback situation is interesting. There's um, obviously buybacks have been very popular for a number of years now. Um, some people think these are the uh, the most largest amounts of buybacks being made in, in in history. Though there are a lot of ways to to adjust for that. Um, obviously, yeah, I think I think buybacks are a popular use of capital, but I, I don't think it's necessarily for the reason why um, a lot of people think. There, there's a good uh, research paper that came out at the end of last year called uh, um, "The Premature Demonization of Stock Repurchases." Um, and it came, it's uh, AQR Capital Management, Cliff Asness's shop put it out. And basically, it makes a lot of people think that repurchases are either one, it means companies are foregoing investment and growth, or two, uh, they're just trying to prop up their stocks or artificially boost earnings per share. And I think you know what the paper shows is is that not a, none of that is really true, and that maybe the only argument you really can make is that in this very low interest rate environment, um, debt financing is cheaper than equity financing. So why would you not take out debt to buy back your stock? You're just, you're, you're you're simply um, swapping out one more expensive source of financing for another, and you know, as long as interest rates remain where they are, there's no reason why that shouldn't continue. I mean, it it, it means that at the end of the day, um, your financing source is just a lot cheaper, and so the company's going to end up probably keeping more of its uh, gains for itself down the line. Before we get into the mailbag, I want to say thanks to Eero for supporting this episode of Market Foolery. Eero, E E R O, never think about home Wi Fi again. They just introduced the second generation Eero and Eero Beacon. They started in early 2016, and since then, they've learned from hundreds of thousands of systems, making them smarter, faster, and more reliable. The new second generation Eero and Eero Beacon allow you to build a Wi Fi system that's more perfectly tailored to your home than ever before. More speed and range in the same high-quality, elegant design that people have come to expect. And the newest version is now tri-band and twice as fast as its predecessor, which lets you do more simultaneously in every room of your house. And that's what you want with Wi-Fi. You, yeah. just, you want it to work, and you want it to be fast. It's true. But for a minute there, I thought we were being sponsored by a gentleman from Finland named Euro. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't realize that. You know what? If anyone in Finland is listening, just drop us an email, marketfullerifool.com. <laughs> I mean, the data shows we've got at least a couple listeners in Finland, but you know, we got the Winter Olympics coming up. I want to know what people are thinking. Marketfullerifool.com. <laughs> and with the addition of the new Thread Radio, Eero can connect to low-power devices such as locks, doorbells, other sensors, and more. Expanding your coverage in any room is easy with the Eero Beacon. You just plug it into a wall, and you're covered. You can add as many Eero Beacons as you want. So if there's an outlet, you've got Wi-Fi. Our man behind the glass, Dan Boyd, has got an Eero system. Super easy to set up, and it looks good. And for free overnight shipping to the U.S. and Canada, just visit Eero.com, E-E-R-O.com, and at checkout, select Overnight Shipping, and then enter the promo code FOOL to make it free. So, thanks to Eero for their support. Our email address is marketfoolery at fool.com. From Michael Thomas in San Francisco. Just letting you guys know that I'm a big fan. I listen almost every day, but I was on a car ride with a friend the other day and put the show on. Halfway through, he woke up from a nap and asked what we were listening to. I told him it was Market Foolery, an investing podcast that I like, and I offered to turn it off, but he said he was looking for something like that, and we let it play. We then listened to Chris and Bill Barker talk about silver nests and balls of yarn for 10 minutes. I, I don't think I succeeded in turning my friend into a fool. Keep up the good work. Barker's kept many a person from becoming a fool. That's uh, that's unfortunate. Uh, that's unfortunate. Uh, but uh, uh, an opportunity to uh, say we've got a bonus episode of Market Foolery coming this Friday. So, Michael, please do not let your friend listen to that because uh, we're not going to be talking about investing at all. It's going to be apropos of nothing. 
Number three, um, I mentioned the full 100 index. I, I don't know if it was the last time you were on or the time before that. This was something that, that you've been working on, sort of putting together. Mm-hmm. Um, and you've got an update, but for those unfamiliar, what is the full 100 index? Yeah, so the the full 100 index is a rules based index that tracks the performance of the 100 largest uh, buy recommendations we have here at the Motley Fool. So it's 100 stocks we like, ranked by market cap, and uh, it's performed. You know, the back testing we've done performed great over time, and we're excited to have it out there on the world. You can look at the returns on Fool.com. Uh, you can track yourself against it. You can see what's in it. Um, all sorts of fun stuff. Fool100.com. Fool100.com is where you can learn. If you go to fool.com, you can see the returns of the Fool100 there oh, compared right. against the S&P 500. Right there on the main page. Yeah, and then you can click through to fool100.com, learn about how the index is made, what's in it, when it gets rebalanced, all that good stuff. Um, and our uh, our colleagues uh, at Motley Fool Asset Management. Um, yeah, so the other great thing about the Fool 100 is that because all of the constituents meet liquidity requirements, um, it can be used by anybody to create an index linked product like an ETF. And so, you know, our, our friends at MVAM, certain affiliates of the Motley Fool, uh, now offer products that, that track the Fool 100. And, and, and uh, folks can learn more about that at fool100etf.com. But as you know, as always, don't buy or sell stocks based solely. On what you hear, exactly. No, it's like, you know, it's like I always say whenever Barker is on. Like, hey, if you want more information, go to FullFunds.com. You want more information on this, you can go to Full100.com. Tim Hansen, investor at large. Thanks for being here. Thank you, sir. As always, people on the program may have interest in the stocks they talk about. On the Motley Fool, may have formal recommendations for or against. So don't buy or sell stocks based solely on what you hear. That's going to do it for this edition of Market Foolery. The show is mixed by Dan Boyd. I'm Chris Hill. Thanks for listening. We'll see you tomorrow.